0: Welcome back to another episode of In Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. In this podcast, it's all about straight to the point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing or things that change the way you view your surfing. This week, I'm getting into a topic I love, but also a topic that when I see people doing the mistakes here, It kind of just makes me go, oh, so I really hope that if this is you, you can take this into your surfing and make this such quick, easy change. So like always, let's start it with getting you thinking. Do you surf and do you finish a surf thinking, I did nothing or I found no sections to work with? Was it just closeouts after closeouts? while you hunted for one good wave? What if I said, regardless of how much it's closing out, there are sections to hit, but you're just not seeing them. Crazy? Yes, no, maybe. Somewhere in the middle. Either way, I'm gonna show you how to find a section in every wave. Safety surfing is boring. It's time to get rid of it. This is all about how to finish waves. Closeouts are your friend. Crazy, surely. But how many times do you take off on a wave, ride it, chasing for this section, and then the end section closes out, and instead of doing something, you just kick out, and this wave never really stands up for you, and you just think, "Ah, I'm just going to go straight back out to the lineup. And as far as you're aware, no magic... Section has stood up. We've raced ahead of the wave and missed the pocket. The wave closes out and you kick out. Why? Why not hit that closeout? Or the oncoming foam? That's your perfect opportunity right there. And if you're working on turns, guess what? The foam will help redirect you back down the wave. It's a win-win. What would you rather do? Kick out? Or have a go. And it doesn't matter if you're longboarding, shortboarding, mid-lengths, whatever it is. You can adjust this to suit the style of surfing you're doing. So we don't all have this expectation that we're going to start doing big closeout turns like pros. But if you're following along with the guide, there's a bunch of GIFs in the written guide where you can see some of the examples here. And a perfect example is just riding along with a wave and you've got whitewash in front of you and that whitewash is another peak that's slowly going to connect with your peak all you need to do is see this end section coming you know it's coming it's coming towards you and you know that's as good as any section to hit and you know that it's going to close out and you just want to try and create that lift get your board up to it Show the underside of your board to that foam and it will redirect you back down the wave. And you just need to start by trying to turn off these sections or float over them. Obviously, you also have the whole wave closes out. This is just as good, but it's not as gentle. I still want you to hit that. I still want you to have a go and try. If you're worried or scared, just attempt it and kick the board away from you. You'll be safe. So if you've listened to episodes before, you'll know this again and again, fail forwards. I'm going to keep repeating it because most people aren't trying. You've got to surf with the goal of falling off. Push yourself and get out of your comfort zone. It's too easy to kick out and you may get back out quicker and hunt for another wave. But you just missed a great opportunity right in front of you. You've just been surfing looking for a section like that and you might as well have gotten to the front of the queue. The person behind the counter goes, how may I help you? And you just walk away. And you go back to the queue, to the very, very back. That's the same level of madness in my mind of what I see when I see people kick out. If you hit that end section, you allow yourself to learn. You could do a turn. You could nurse a turn. You could wipe out. Or you could do the best turn you've ever done. The choice is really up to you And to keep expanding and trying to keep pushing forwards. You don't improve by not trying. If you can't fail, you can't succeed, you can't learn. So all of those options are infinitely better. Just try not to kick out. All you learn to do when you kick out is learn to kick out. And most people aren't even learning to do a big bottom turn where they get a lot of acceleration and go vertical. They just do a very half-assed, I'm just going to kick out the back and kind of cruise. So how do we replace this bad habit then? And the first things first, yes, there's going to be fear of hitting that end section or the close up. And sometimes we just can't get there in time. But not even trying is a bad habit that's got to go and it's got to go fast. What you need is a trigger word and some awareness to help break the habit. If you see an end section coming, say to yourself any of these or create your own. Hit it. End section. Close out. Fail forwards. Just do it. Anything, whatever you decide, what resonates with you. Just say it to break the pattern of bad habits and remind yourself that the one task you have is to hit that section and fail forwards. You've probably spent 20, 30 minutes looking for a perfect section. Don't give up on the one that's right in front of you. So if you're kicking out, you're not finding these sections, you're not aware of them. So then how is it that we start finding them and being aware of them? There are a few different things to look for that can give you a hint that there is an easy end section to hit. One you can prepare for so you can start getting into this habit. You have either the close out section where the whole wave breaks at once, or you have the oncoming section that's breaking towards you. This is that scenario of two peaks and you're surfing from one peak to the other and the whitewash is meeting in the middle somewhere. That's the oncoming section. Closeouts are always there, but if you can watch the treasure map, and this is something you can go back and listen to a past episode on, it's that whitewash map left behind the waves. You can predict where the waves are constantly breaking. You can prepare and position yourself to try and take advantage of that section, knowing the shape of the whitewash map left behind. If you've got a big steep triangle, the wave is running. And that means it's gonna peel more and you might have the opportunity to do more of like a soft cutback. If it's running more horizontal, you know it's closing out. But if you've got a triangle that runs with a steep angle and then goes horizontal you know it's running then closing out so maybe you can do all the setup work and then wait for it to close out and try your turn there doing this will mainly set the mindset for you to go okay the wave might do this and I want to do this or that, or it's what I'm trying to do so I can use that to my advantage it's a way to get out of the constant racing ahead of the pocket and out onto the flats If you want to stay in the pocket or hit that section you need to be looking for it and responding to the wave if all you do is go for speed or look for a safe section you'll just be pumping and going down the line not turning so you can use that information to help you find the section otherwise we all know closeouts they happen you get a hell of a lot of information that it's going to close out so just start trying to respond to it quicker start trying to be ready for that closeout and to use it to try and learn something. Oncoming sections are probably some of my favorite for coaching people. And they're generally consistent and reliable. So spotting these is easy. It's two peaks separated from each other, but a swell line connecting the two peaks. The two peaks stand up and the in-between section is mellow, hinting the wave won't all break at once. It'll stand up at the peak run for a bit, and then connect somewhere between the two peaks, with two sides of whitewash meeting together eventually, or finally closing out. Why would you want these kind of waves? It's a clear, defined wave that will run for a bit, but it has an end to it. You can only race so far ahead. You're going to eventually run out of room. So for those surfers stuck racing ahead of the wave, there's a defined section for you to hit. You can then stay in the pocket, surf the wave, as it tells you, or you can watch this end section and start preparing to time the lift and hit it. It makes starting to hit these end sections so much easier. It allows you the space and time to prepare. It's then generally a more mellow section to hit, as the whitewash often crumbles along the swell line instead of this sudden closeout. That might be intimidating for some surfers. So then how do we start hitting this oncoming section? Other than dealing with any fear and breaking the bad habit of kicking out all the time, this is relatively easy to start and it can be done on any surfboard. Regardless of style, skill, length, longboard or shortboard, you have options here and it's fun. The only difference is your personal style and making an adjustment to suit your board and how well it turns. So you wanna use the foam to learn to turn. There are a few steps to do a basic easy turn on any oncoming section. You need to create lift, present the underside of your board to the foam, twist and look where you wanna go. This is surprisingly easy. And as I said, it's gonna work on a longboard. How do we create lift then? And it's that you need to create it first. And this goes back to compressing and extending. And think doing of a box jump. You know how to bend them to the knees and jump up to the box and coordinate that movement. This is very similar, something we go deep into our training programs, which you can start a free trial if you want. And to do this on your board, it all starts with where you're looking and a balanced neutral stance. You need to observe the oncoming section and attempt to time this. There's only one way to do that, and it's through trialing, fail forwards. As you time your lift, you need to come out of being compressed in your knees and lift with your legs body and arms your arms and shoulders should be moving in a controlled way not full arm swings or wild flailing you don't want to jump off the board but you want to tap into the bottom power zone using the rail and the wave to push the board up the wave face while making yourself lighter the way this looks is your knees are extending and coming out of that compression. They're lifting you up while keeping the feet connected. The arms and shoulders are similar. They should already be in front of you. Don't surf with your hands in your pockets. You want to be ready for action and not widely swinging them or surfing dead. This comes back to last week's podcast. The arms and shoulders from that position of being in front of you will kind of lift in a straight line similar to how your knees are moving. Most of the movement comes from the shoulder, so the arms raise vertically instead of swinging from the shoulder. This will create your lift. As you begin to lift and get closer to the oncoming section, you need to transition from lift to starting your turn. For average surfers or surfers learning to turn, this is why an oncoming section is great. The foam is going to assist your turn and push you back down, but you still have to work for it. It's just a lazy way. The key to this is, other than all the other parts of technique in turning your surfboard, is you need to present the underside of your board to the foam to allow it to push your board. This is you starting to get on rail and to go from rail to rail. If you present the side of your board, it's going to just knock you off your feet. If you present the top of your board, it's going to push your board away from you. You have to present the bottom side so the foam hits that and propels you and the board further down the wave. So going back to surfing on rail, you've just used the inside rail to create lift and get up the wave. Now you need to use the outside rail to turn back down the wave. Your hands that are in front of you and just help create lift, they're going to help here as well. The inside arm needs to raise with the outside arm slightly sinking. Think like steering a bike. One goes up and one goes down, but they're roughly in line. You also need to twist and initiate the turn. The wave will help you but you need to send the signal to your board to move and you need to follow the board as it turns. Staying stacked over the board, not it going one way and you the other, and you need to look where you want to go. So how do we follow through and finish this turn then? So we've created lift, we've presented the underside to our board. That's two parts, but if you don't do the final part, you're never going to finish this turn. You need to be initiating this turn before the foam hits, or just as, depending on your skill and timing, but the main part happens now. You need to follow through and finish the turn. There's a whole other podcast about this, but you need to twist and a coordinated movement with the upper and lower body in sync, not wild flailing arms. And most importantly, eyes looking where you wanna go. So what you need to do is look back down the wave and twist your body to turn. You want your twist to be connected from the eyes and shoulders to the waist and all the way down to your feet, knees, ankles, everything. This ensures the movement is coordinated and the twist and power you generate in the hips is connected to your board and you're stacked in a comfortable and balanced stance. If the twist doesn't make it to your feet, your board won't do much and you'll just be flailing your arms. This is a very simple breakdown of the movement. It's by no means a high-performance surfing manoeuvre, but it's the step a lot of surfers need to start doing more turns and working through the turns as well as understanding the feeling and movement. But what if you could also use this section to do more in your surfing? And that's exactly what you've got the opportunity to do here. You can use this same section and the same approach to learning to do the odd floater. What you do in this section is up to you and how it's breaking you want to try and do a floater here just modify the before except with the intent to highline and go straight over and along the foam for a bit I implore you to challenge yourself and see how far you can hold it for this is something you want to fall on a lot you will come to a point where you'll begin to lose speed and feel that sinking feeling falling off the back or somehow coming back down the wave at this point you need to create a bit of lift to get the board up and then to twist to come back down the wave. You need to send the signal to go, I want to go back down the wave and try and ride this foam that's pushing forwards. The best advice for you to learn this is to go and play with it. Much better than fussing and overthinking all the nuances to it. Just go play with it and figure it out. Be curious and think about how it feels and what you can do to change that feeling each time. So has this motivated you to go hit some end sections? Are you guilty of constantly kicking out every time there's a closeout or an oncoming section? Do you race ahead and just think, why is there no section for me? But then turn when there's one in front of you. Because it's just ignited something in you and you've just gone like, holy crap, that's me. I can't believe I'm doing this every time. Because every time I get sent a video of someone doing this, I just sit there and go, why didn't you do that? And the common excuse is like, I don't know. I want to break that mold and I'm hoping that this episode has given you that. Do you view crappier conditions as well as a good chance to work on this? They don't always want to peel and run and bad conditions can be a great time to work on these things. Are you going to go out and try and learn this? I'd honestly love to know someone who goes out and just attempts this and that's their whole focus. It's an amazing drill and it's gonna propel your surfing forwards. If you wanna improve your surfing, you can start a free trial and access all of our training programs. We have our beginner six-week training program and our intermediate pathway 12-week program, as well as all of our fundamentals and maneuver deep dives. If you've been loving these podcasts, it'd mean a lot if you leave a review or share it with a friend who you think needs to hear this. And if you just wanna get in touch, You can reach out anytime, message me in the app or send an email to info at ombi anytime. And next week, I'm going to dive into how you can fix your pop-up and that you don't really have a pop-up problem. You have a different problem and I'm going to tell you how to solve it.